Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played Mutant League Hockey on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, that was a... It was a... Um, it was a hockey game. <laughs> yeah, it's a, an arcade hockey game, and uh, I was excited because... I really like arcade sports. I'm not a big fan of like sports simulation. Like yeah. I, I never got into like Madden or the NCAA games or like I, I, I do like uh, like the NHL hockey games just because I'm yeah. a huge hockey fan. And that's mm-hmm. the second thing that made me really excited about this game is I love hockey. So I was thinking, you know, sports arcade game, hockey game, uh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, some of my favorite uh, games are arcade sports games. I love uh, Midway's NFL Blitz. I love Super Mario Strikers, mm-hmm. Rocket League, yeah. NHL Hits. Like, there's something yeah. a lot of fun about arcade sports games, right? And so I was, I was really pumped for this one. Yeah, over the last few months, I've been playing a lot of NHL Hits, and so I've been, I was excited to play Mutant League Hockey today because I think NHL Hits is one of the greatest hockey games of all time, and I think it needs to be resurrected from the dead. And so my heart has just been in a place of enjoying arcade hockey lately. I sort of had a feeling, and I think you may have just confirmed it, that the only reason we played this game is so you can talk about NHL hits, (laughs) which is fine uh, because it's a great game. No, actually, that's not what what drew me to this game. No? No. What did draw you to this game? Uh, So people seem to be drawn to... uh, our Genesis game episodes. And so I thought it would be interesting to do a few more Genesis games uh, for the show. And this is one that's been on my shelf for a while. I haven't really gotten to dig into it before today. And uh, I just figured it would be a good time to dig into this game. All right. I just thought, you know, let's, let's do mutant league hockey today. It's a game that a lot of people like. So I thought let's, let's pull this one off the shelf and see what it, what it's got. Yeah, so. for, for those of you who don't know what Mutant League Hockey is, it's a hockey game, and I mean obviously, but instead We've said of that already. yeah, instead <laughs> of uh, having like NHL players and teams or national teams or whatever, there's no professional licensed characters in this game. It's mm-hmm. a bunch of different monsters. You got skeletons and trolls and robots and ogres and mm-hmm. whatever. I don't even know. There's a whole bunch of different monsters. Yeah, and. They put them on teams uh, that are like not really NHL teams, but are sort of like definitely NHL teams. Like you have instead Some of, of them, yeah. instead of the Detroit Red Wings, you have the Dead Things with characters <laughs> such as Izergon, uh, which is definitely just Steve Iserman, or yeah. Gory Chow, which is <laughs> Gordy Howe. And they do that with a uh, with a bunch of teams uh, yeah. and a bunch of names. And so you got wacky hockey going on with lots of weird stuff happening like you might have sharks swimming around in the ice or holes breaking through that you can Mm -hmm. fall through or flames burning and you can pick up weapons and so yeah it's just a hockey game with a whole bunch of extra goofy stuff going on and they don't really have the nhl players but instead they have monsters and robots and stuff like that it is interesting because the game's made by ea and NHL 94 is a, is a game that a lot of people 
consider one of the greatest hockey games of all time. Both of these games came out in 1994, and so obviously NHL 94 probably had all the normal players. And I think it's interesting that EA kind of made their own spoof of their own game with a lot, like way more goofy mechanics and characters. Yeah, that's really, really interesting that they released two hockey games in the same year. They couldn't be more different. Uh, I've played a bunch of NHL 94. It is regarded as like one of the best hockey games out there. So much so that even in the newer NHL games, a lot of the more recent ones have like included an NHL 94 mode yeah. where you have like really basic controls and it's it's just really better graphics on the, the old style. <laughs> and so it, it's kind of funny that they put out two of these in the exact same year, but it's not like they just reskinned NHL 94 with monsters and stuff. No. This is a completely different game. They made the ice green and they made the ice blue. I don't know what color it is in NHL 94, but they're very it's like um, bluish. Okay. The, I feel like the color of the ice in this one kind of will hurt your eyes after you stare at it for a while. Yeah, it's the shade got of green and blue that they cho- choose. It's based got on some the interesting colors going on. I think. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? Or do you want to just jump into what it does well? Yeah, I think we can just jump into what the game does well. Okay, for me, I think the biggest thing that this game does well has to be uh just its idea like on the surface the idea of the game is really good we're gonna make an arcade hockey game and we're not gonna have licensed characters we're gonna have like monsters with funny puns Mm. and we're gonna uh you know have weapons and goofy stuff going on and on its surface if you just told me all of that i would say that is a great idea yeah and so uh the game itself is a really good concept it's a really good idea and I, that is actually one of the best things that it has going for it is that it's an intriguing idea. Yeah, the spirit of the game is a lot of fun. Uh, one of the other things I have written down is you can do special plays in the game, which include like bribing the ref or like uh, going and trying to kill the opponent's referee or uh, the opponent's goalkeeper. Or you can like kill the referee if the opponent has like bribed them. Or you can like do like a an exploding puck. Um, you can break all your dudes out of the out of the penalty box. Yeah, there's like a, a lot of fun because death and like punching and k- trying to kill the other team is like a big part of this game, which is funny. Um, it's not funny when you crank it way up and you lose because you don't have any players left. Yeah, I was on but, the the bad end of that a couple times where I actually lost games because all my guys were dead. Or I didn't have enough guys to come in because uh, I'd run out of subs or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I It is really interesting that you don't often see in a sports game uh, underneath the character a health bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. In this game, all <laughs> of your characters have a health bar. Every time they get punched, every time they get checked, uh, every time they get hit by like a, a special move or whatever, their health bar goes down. And once they're dead, they, they explode or turn into a puddle of blood yeah. or just turn into a pile of bones or whatever. And that lays on the ice for the rest of the period. Right. And then once the period's over, you'll see an animation. Instead of a Zamboni, it's like a giant like Jabba the Hutt kind of worm right. thing that slithers across the ice and eats all of the dead bodies and gets right. all the debris off the ice so you can pro- uh, get ready for the next level. I think it might actually clear off after each play. Like if you score a goal or something... Oh yeah, I clear off. I'm not sure how often it clears it off, but it's after way, each period you get that animation of the yeah. big old worm thing eating all the the bodies, which is kind of funny. But yeah, it, it is funny. You kill the other team and they stay on the ice, and you can trip over them. But there was uh, in the manual it said if you stop like pressing a direction on the D pad, you'll leap over obstacles. 
but that was kind of like hard to keep your head around. Like you'd have to play a lot of this game to really uh, get into all the mechanics and to play it super well as far as like understanding when to do what. Yeah, that's that's one of the interesting things about it being an arcade game is it actually had a lot more going on than like your typical arcade sports game. It's not probably the easiest arcade sports game to just pick up and play because there is a lot of depth to it. Mm -hmm. Um, That is not something that I would really include in the what this game does well. So maybe we can touch on that a little bit later. Um, Another thing I have written down is there are like lots of teams and there's lots of options. Yeah. Um, You can choose between three minute, five minute, eight minute periods, which they're like what three or four times as fast as the actual amount of time yeah three minute period we're like well we, let's pick that to start and yeah, it, it was like 45 seconds long it felt like yeah they're super not short. actual minutes it goes really fast yeah so we ended up playing most of our games on eight minutes which was probably more like three or four minute periods yeah and that felt about right you can also turn penalties on and off uh you can turn reserves on and off you can sub in your guys um manually and things of that nature or you can just leave it alone and then there's a death rating where like one to five the higher that you rate it the faster players die yeah at like level one we didn't really have many if any characters dying and at five when we had it cranked up to five that was the time well at four and five is when i lost games because guys got killed Mm -hmm. so we played most of our games at three which felt it felt fine yeah, three was um, good. You still get the death, yeah, which is part of the game, but you're not like going to lose a game because too many of your guys are dying. Mm-hmm. Probably. I don't want to say that's always the case, but yeah. it's a lot harder. Yeah. I uh, I do enjoy the death mechanic in this game. I think it it's it's just super interesting to me that it it can actually like cause you to win or lose games. Yeah, um, it's definitely something I haven't experienced in a sports game before. Right. The reserves sort of option lets you rest your players which i think refills their health bars and things of that nature but um we didn't really get to appreciate that part of the game very much it was just kind of chaos and punching and killing and just trying to score in this game yeah like like a normal hockey game (laughs) (laughs) which is more killing more killing going on mainly more it's like a normal hockey game except for you can actually kill people instead of just like lay them out and hit them <laughs> through the glass like nhl hits yeah um i think the second biggest thing for me that this game does well is the humor uh we already kind of mentioned a yeah. little bit of like the goofy names like you know uh, eyes are gone or gory chow uh a couple more that i thought were really funny was smellios instead of chris <laughs> chelios you got smellios uh you got skin gross instead of eric lindros uh, the coaches also say really funny things like after goals or mm. uh, between periods. Yeah. Uh, here, I, did, I took some screenshots of a couple that were kind of funny just so you can get an idea <laughs> okay. of some of the stuff that pops up in this game. At one point, Coach Ralph might say, you took the ice like a barbarian invasion and the shrimps collapsed faster than an ancient civilization. Reminded me of the old days. <laughs> or maybe Coach Sputter might say, go out there and run up the score. All the weenies can run up is their phone bill. <laughs> so just so, yeah. kind of goofy yeah. stuff like uh, that. They'll yeah. pop up and they'll like be a little talking head and you'll get a, a speech bubble that yeah. gives you some, you know, just a little bit of interaction. There's no voiceover. You don't have like a lot of like the midway sports arcade games. Mm-hmm. You don't get like the announcers saying funny stuff. There is no voiceover announcer. So these coaches popping in with their little quips and comments are how, kind of how you get that 
funny little interjections into the game. But the humor of the game is definitely there. That's probably the thing that the game does best because the gameplay isn't always super great, but the humor and the ridiculousness and the stuff that's going to have you like shaking your head being like, what just happened? Mm -hmm. That's kind of like the key aspect of the game that I think it did well. Yeah. Another thing I think the game did well, uh, there's like weapons and stuff that you can pick up. There's like random pickups that it will drop on the ice. And sometimes it's hard to notice the pickups themselves, which is like less of a thing that the game does well. But I like the fact that you can pick up like chainsaws or like, what was it? knives or maces or yeah there's like a, a like a ball on a chain yeah it kind of reminded me of like road rage <laughs> right. a little bit um <laughs> it was kind of hard sometimes to remember which player had a weapon and then like trying to actually use it mm. and it is funny because even when you're on offense even when you had the puck you could yeah. be hitting people with like a chainsaw which yeah. i don't fully understand how that works but it was right. funny that you could could do that which we should note that as i think one of the things that the game did well is you can actually defend yourself on offense yeah fairly well the a button is sort of your like punch button yeah b button passes it on offense and the c button shoots so you're able to like get up the ice and keep punching yourself even though the other team is trying to check you or trying to punch you you're able to actually like keep the puck pretty well if you just mash the a button yeah (laughs) slowly go up ice and on defense that c button is it can be a checking button if you're near somebody and if you're not near anybody it gives you like a little bit of turbo boost it's not the easiest thing to use but uh it was there yeah did you have anything else that really stood out to you of what this game did well uh no that's that's pretty much all i have written down yeah that's pretty much all i had too and i i felt like i sort of had to to dig deep to find some things because they weren't things that like jumped out obviously to me because unfortunately, I think there's a lot more in the column of what this game does not do well. Yeah, I, I'd probably have to agree with you. Which we can move to there now. Yes. For me personally, the the worst thing about this game is that it doesn't actually reward you for playing hockey. Like, <laughs> if you are somebody who enjoys hockey games, you might not actually enjoy this game a whole lot because the hockey mechanics are sort of secondary to everything else that's going on. Yeah. Uh, just like really basic stuff, like the score. Normally in a sports game, whoever scores the most points wins. In this game, you can have the most points, but if all your guys die, you lose. Like yeah. you don't <laughs> win. The, you have right. to forfeit the game. So that's like kind of yeah. an interesting thing. Another really big difference between this game and normal hockey is if you score a goal from like near the center i don't know how much our listeners understand about the blue line yeah yeah and in hockey you have blue lines and a center line if you score a goal from behind the blue line which is really far away very rarely happens in an actual hockey game if you score a goal from there it's two points instead of one Mm -hmm. and it really encourages you to just like take shots from way far out yeah and i was sort of disappointed by how often those shots went in yeah there was like games where i was just getting buried by two point goals and it was like i don't like as a person who like watches a lot of hockey and and plays a lot of hockey games i wasn't even like thinking most of the time about taking shots from back there because (laughs) it's such a low percentage thing like you wouldn't normally score from back there and for some reason in this game not only do you get rewarded from scoring back there but it seemed like it was almost easier to score from so far away yeah i don't know if that's true but it just was like it happened a lot more than you'd expect it to yeah for sure um i think there's some kind of like weirdness with some of the aiming um yeah i mean you you have the the genesis d-pad thing so it's not ever going to be like super precise aiming yeah um but yeah we couldn't 
totally figure out, like it seems sometimes if you actually let go of the D-pad uh, when you were shooting that your puck would go on net more often than if you use the D-pad to try to aim the shot, which is what the manual told you to do. Yeah, like you were talking about the two-point goals, like I, I scored a bunch of two-point goals, but yet we both were missing like wide open nets. Yeah. And so it, it's it's kind of weird. Like the shooting is weird. Like you get a lot more two point goals than you probably should. And you and maybe this is like if we spent a lot more time with the game, we would just understand it better. But like we missed a lot of goals that we shouldn't have missed. Yeah. And that's that's another thing that I had written down for this game did poorly is I was thinking after the first couple of games that the controls would get would make a little bit more sense. Yeah. And I we played this game for, I don't know, a couple hours. Probably, yeah. And I don't feel like by the end that I really had a better grasp <laughs> of the controls than during that very first game. Yeah, I don't feel I don't necessarily feel that way, but I think that should sort of play into this game. Uh I have written down that it kind of lacks like polished control. Yeah, I, I wrote um, down that the controls feel dated. They don't feel yeah. good. It's hard to shoot the way that you want to. It's it's kind of hard to play defense. The the game I, I mentioned when we were first playing, like I wish we kind of had a game speed option to slow down the pace of the game a little bit because everybody just moves around really fast when the puck stops on the ice. Uh, it's really hard to like get your player to go to where you want it to go. You're, like, yeah, you're fighting there's... with the physics in this game in a weird way and just it's constantly moving fast and it's hard to just do what you want to do. There's a lot of times when you would skate past the puck, like yeah. very close to it where your guy should have picked up the puck and you would just go zooming past and you have a really wide turning radius. So you'd be like both players, like making these like wide loops around the puck, mm-hmm. like trying to get to it. Yeah. And like usually a computer player or like somebody else would swoop in and pick right. up the puck and it's like, all right, well that happened. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the best control system. No. And then to make it a little bit worse, whenever your goalie gets the puck, everything is moving so fast. Yeah. So if your goalie ends up with the puck or you end up accidentally switching to your goalie, you're like basically pulling him out of the net on accident just by trying to control a different defender and an auto switching, um, which yeah. cost a few goals. The goalie is incredibly slow. Yeah. If you pull your goalie, like he can't go too far to the net. They actually lock him into a certain area. Yeah. But if you pull him out of the net, even on accident, it could be like 10 seconds later and your goalie's still not fully back into the net. Yeah, and so it's weird. It makes sense to just keep shooting pucks at the net and hope one goes in because the goalie is going to take forever to get back into his place. Yeah. So, yeah, I, the game doesn't really reward playing hockey the right way, which is fine. It's its own thing. If you want to play a straight-up hockey game, yeah. you got NHL 94 yeah. the same year. That's fine. For sure but I still felt like it was lacking a little yeah. bit in just like the core sports mechanics. Yeah. there. T- with all that chaos, there's, I will say there was something charming about like the, this sort of breakneck speed, like just trying to get down the ice and trying to get a slap shot on the goal. Um, but I think as a long-term game, it's kind of like, uh, I wish that this game gave me a little bit more control. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I kind of skipped over this on accident, but I did have, and what the game does well is that it's fun for a little while. Mm-hmm. This is not a game that you want to spend a ton of time with. At least I, not a game that I want to spend a ton of time with. The first couple games that we played were a lot more fun because we were both like still trying to figure it out and be like, oh, there must be more here. And like you're still shocked by all the goofy stuff that's going on. But the longer we played, like 
the more the flaws showed themselves yeah. and the more we realized like, ah, there's really not a whole lot of like depth of control. Like there's a mm. lot of stuff you can do and there's a lot of stuff to learn, but like just the basics of like controlling your character and like trying to pass and trying to get shots oh, on net. Dude, the passing is terrible in this game too. Yeah. It's not great. It's like, the basic thing, like I gotta say, the most basic thing in most hockey games is the ability to score on a one timer. Mm-hmm. So you're skating down the ice, you pass the puck across over to a guy who then takes a shot on a wide open net. Yeah. Like that's pretty basic, and it's usually the easiest way to score in a hockey game. I don't think we had a single one time no. goal, even though the manual tells you that that's like an actual thing you should try to do in a way that you should try to score. So like I would come down the ice with two guys pass it over to the second guy who should be in front of a wide open net yeah. often was and they either wouldn't like take the slap shot or they would like not receive the puck or they would yeah. take it and they would completely miss a wide open net and it just felt like those like little like tape to tape passes and like wide open net goals that are really satisfying in hockey just weren't there yeah I completely agree it's like the one timers I couldn't I didn't get a single one timer to actually like work I couldn't pass it and shoot the puck yeah and i don't know why that was because I, I tried it a few times and i was just like this isn't working yeah this just isn't working and it should be working but it's just not yeah not great no um the next thing i have written down is frequent fights yeah like the fighting is once we got into the fights and understood like blocking and kind of there's like a the fighting itself isn't terrible um, it's kind of fun when you both get good at it, but it's step we kept getting in fights when we weren't doing anything. Yeah, we weren't trying to like, get into a fight. We don't even know how the fight started. Yeah. They were very random and often like there was two or three different times where one of us was robbed of a goal because the yeah. ref blew a whistle for a fight, like going down the ice, breakaway shoot the puck, it goes in, and it's like, nope, there's a fight going on. Yeah, the computer, like, starts fights with the computer, and it's, like, super weird. Uh, like I said, the fighting itself isn't bad, but it kept happening Yeah, over and over and over again. I don't know if it happened more when we had the violence cranked a little higher or if there was something that we didn't know going on, but it got to be, it's like, it got to be just annoying where I'm like, another yeah. fight, another fight, another fight. Like, really? Like, why are we having seven fights in a game? That's a little bit how I felt, too, when we had the penalties turned on. I mean, like, it doesn't really make sense to have penalties in the game like Blitz or uh, like this game where the whole point is to be super violent. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, turning off the penalties is probably a better choice, but it's in there. You can turn them on, and it's like, okay, you you killed a guy or you did whatever, and it's like, well, I thought that was the point of the game, and the game would keep stopping, and it was really weird. Yeah, the penalties were weird. We ended up in, in, like situations multiple times where it was like three on three or like two on two or like i think i ended up in like a four on two situation at some point or maybe even five on two it was just like the penalties and all this stuff is weird it's fun because with the special plays you can like bribe the ref so that he'll call more penalties on the other team which i did to you a couple times which may have been (laughs) when when that kept happening but at some point it's like the charm starts to wear off and yeah. you want this game to be like a balanced, competitive game. And it just, the longer you play it, the more you kind of go like, this doesn't give me what I'm looking for out of a competitive hockey game with my friend. Yeah, and that's why I think that it really stands that this game is fun for a little while. It's not a game that you want to spend a ton of time in because I think that the longer you play it, the more its weaknesses show. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, the next thing that I have that this game does poorly is the music um, or the sound in general. Like the fact that you don't have an announcer like saying funny stuff is it's kind of a bummer that that's not there. Mm-hmm. You do get the little blurbs, but you you are hoping for some sort of like constant commentary going. You also don't have any music when yeah. the game is playing. It yeah. makes like all you have is like a weird like kind of like white noise that's supposed to be like audience noise and yeah. you get the noise of like the checking and stuff, but mm-hmm. it seems very empty. Like you're definitely missing something. Yeah, I have the music written down as well as something that's just like it's like there's no menu music, right? Well, yeah, when you're when you're paused it does like the boom boom ch. Boom, boom. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. doing like the "We will, we will rock you," but only mm-hmm. that very first part, so they don't get sued. <laughs> yeah, they were really like really stuck on this, not licensing anything for this game. <sighs> yeah, but funny. yeah, it just it feels very empty, and it could be because we just finished playing uh, Ninja Turtles Three because we played that for the last episode, and then we also played it today because we just had so much fun that we wanted to play it some more today. Yeah, and that game has incredible music, and there's always something going on, and then we sit mm-hmm. down to play this game, and it's like. Yeah, I like is the audio plugged in or are we missing something? What's going on? It's weird. Yeah, Yeah. it's weird. So that was definitely a drawback. I know that they like the Genesis probably couldn't do all like the the commentary. Well, no, that's not true because on uh, NBA NBA Jam, Jam, NBA Jam's got uh, lots of little goofy stuff. Well, I don't think the the home versions of NBA Jam it's as frequent as the arcade version. It's no, but even like when just you score, a little like, bit. Boom shakalaka. But yeah, they're yeah. I would take just a little bit of that in, in this game. Yeah. The uh the last thing that I have written down that the game didn't do well, and this is just like a minor weird thing, is the the menu control is kind of goofy. I if, wrote that down too. Which is a if, really weird thing, but we both wrote it down. Yeah, so it can only the menu can only get input from like one gamepad at a time. Yeah. And so like two players, like if if the second player is trying to select their team, the first player can't scroll down through the options to change like the the time or anything like that. It's like it keeps taking control away from the other player when somebody changes their team or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like a really strange um way of menu control that like it does it's not really I mean, it's not like a major flaw in the game that ruins everything about the game, but it was just something that is unusual, and so it was noted as, like, this is a weird, bad thing that this game doesn't that's, do well that's for not some the only, strange reason. That's not the only time, though, because also, like, going in to change your characters oh, and yeah, your yeah. and your uh, special moves and all that, that menu is really strange. When you, Whenever you, like, score a goal and it goes to, like, the stat screen, you'd think hitting A mm. would, like, be the thing that progresses and takes you back to the game. But instead, if you hit A, it, like, takes you to another stat screen. Yeah. You actually have to hit start to to go back to the game. Also, when you're in the, like, special player screen where you're, like, picking your players and you're picking your special move, you don't hit A to confirm anything. You have to hit start to go back. And so it's weird because, like, sometimes start takes you back. Sometimes start, like, progresses the game. You also have... uh. Like when the coaches are saying funny things at the beginning of a period. Oh, yeah. A lot of times you want to see that and it's funny. But the button that makes uh, the coach like scroll through what he's saying is also the button that you need to like be spamming really fast to like try to take the face off. Yeah. So, so many times we missed those funny little things that the coaches were saying because we were too busy trying to get the face off. And it's like these really should be different buttons so you're not accidentally like missing out on stuff. And it's just really strange how the buttons that progressed or like chose stuff 
were different depending on different menus that you were on in the game. Yeah, and now that you bring that point up about the menus in the middle of the game, I just realized like how often the game is interrupted. Yeah. Like you're constantly going to these menus because like every time either there's a penalty or somebody scores or between a period, the way that you can sort of change your reserve players or pick special plays is on these menus. And you can also call a timeout once per period, I think, if you have a puck, if you have the puck. But it's like it's constant like giving you the option to like go through, go through these menus instead of just like playing a straight up hockey game and yeah. like letting you do it when you want to do it. Like a normal game, I think you kind of have to go into the pause menu and scroll through and find everything. Uh, and then between periods, it'll give you the option to kind of continue or change. But like every time like the puck went out of play with like a trap or every time there was a fight or every time somebody scored or like it's just constantly interrupting the game. And I think, I don't know if it detracts from the game, but I kind of feel like it does in a way. I think it definitely wasn't as bad as when we played Space Jam. And like between each quarter, you have to play these mini games, which really take you out of the game. It wasn't as bad as that, but it was definitely annoying and it definitely did break up the flow of the game. Yeah. Um, that is pretty much it for me about what I had to write down to say about this game. I, I really wish that it was better than it was. I I do think that the idea is really good. Mm -hmm. I think that there's definitely a lot that could be done with an unlicensed arcade style hockey game. And I really wish that this was better than what it is. Right. We were talking a little bit about mutant football league which is a game on modern platforms. The guy who originally created Mutant League Football uh, brought that game you know, into the modern era. And I think that this game has a lot of potential. Uh, the NHL Hits franchise is sadly dead right now. EA is not doing anything with it. But I think that this Mutant League hockey has the potential to sort of fill that gap and could be done really well. Uh, if it was brought into a modern context and given a lot more polish and control. It's a bummer because, like, I love hockey. It's not the most popular sport in the world. There's probably a lot of people who are like, I don't care about hockey. But it's a fun game to play. Like, in a video game, like, it's easy to pick up. It's very free-flowing. You don't have, like, constant stoppages. And it's a real bummer that we only have one option for hockey games right now, and it's, like, a very, like, simulation-based hockey game like Mm -hmm. they do have usually a a more arcade style thing built into nhl 19 18 whatever this year is but it's like i would love to have some sort of arcade hockey thing that like was like hits or like mutant league that that took just like the base game and you kind of have that a tiny bit with rocket league hockey like if you want to just do some (laughs) goofy like whatever right but it's not the same you know so there's definitely like an opening if somebody wanted to get in there and make something uh that could fill this hole that would be awesome yeah but uh it's definitely an underappreciated part of the market right now yeah i'm gonna just start trying to uh promote more and more hashtag bring back hits hashtag bring back hits because it's there really is a space i think right now for arcade hockey and man i i it's so funny because i've been playing like I set up my man cave in, I don't know, October or November. And I dusted off my old Xbox and a copy of Hits 2002. 
And like, I have been playing hits regularly since like November and it's just so good. I don't know why I just love it so much. And it makes me so sad that there's not like a modern way to play hits on a modern platform. Yeah. Cause it, it really is just, it's just a fun game. I'm not even that big of like a hockey fan. Like I liked the Red Wings in like 97, 98 when they were like winning championships and all that stuff. But like, I don't care about hockey. Yeah, hurts. That hurts, Dan. It's fine. It's okay. It's especially fine since Detroit is not not a good town to be sports fans in. Hey, right hashtag now. lose for Hughes. We're going but, for it. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Pistons fan, and that that comes with its own. Uh, There's just a lot <laughs> of pain in Detroit sports yeah. right now, so we don't we don't need to go down. So, there. anyways, yeah, I'm not a hockey fan, but I really enjoy NHL hits, and I think that this game. Uh, could really benefit from a modern release. Uh, I don't know. I haven't played Mutant Football League, so I don't know how like well-received or how polished the game was. It is something that I'm curious about, and I do want to play eventually, but I think that it would be great if we got a hockey version of it. Yeah, I agree. So I guess that uh, that kind of brings us to the, the next segment. Uh, Jordan, what would, you, what would you pay for the experience that you just had? See, this one's tough because I feel like at the beginning I was having a much better experience with it than by the end when I was like just totally done. Yeah. And I was like, all right, one more game. And then we played and then you're like, oh, we got to do one more. And I was like, just really not yeah. enjoying the very last game. But at the beginning, I was like, this is a cool idea. This mm-hmm. is like, this is kind of fun. I'm trying to figure it out. Like funny stuff is happening. It wasn't until we put more time into it that I realized, ah, oh, this really isn't what I thought it was and yeah. it's like doesn't quite achieve what it could have been so um I definitely did have some fun although by the end I was not having any yeah so I would have to say like three or four dollars okay yeah it showed up on the eShop, but showed up at Goodwill three or four dollars yeah like I think that there is a little bit of fun to be had there pick up a game play one or two but uh this is not a game that I have any interest in spending like two hours with ever again I think that's funny because I feel like the last few episodes you've been like zero dollars on your answers. So at least we've got I know we've got this some three or four dollars out of this one. Yeah, this isn't like a completely miserably awful game. And part of it is just that I love hockey and I love arcade sports games. And I think that this game had a lot of potential and it wasn't nearly as bad as like Space Jam. No. That was like I mean, well, I don't know. Like Space Jam, actually, like the basketball part of it was okay. It was yeah. everything else that was bad about it. This one, right. like everything, the idea is good, but the actual hockey part is what's bad about it. So I guess it kind of depends. It's, I don't know. The more I think about it, like the less I want to say, but I don't want to take back what I already said. So I don't know. Man, by by the history of the show, uh, Jordan to Dan Dollars is usually like six to one. I don't think that's going to be so, the case today. No, it's just funny, but by by... Jordan dollars, I should be saying like 18 to 24, but I think for me, I would say 10, $10, 10 to $12 is about where I, I come in on this one. I think um, we should also point out that I'm pretty sure you won every single game. If I won one, I mean, if you it, want was to point one that out. it was maybe one. So that could be why you enjoyed it more. Uh, maybe not though. Maybe yeah, not. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I don't even think that it's that I enjoyed it more. <laughs> That's true. I don't but know. But it's that. like there's there is something charming about it. The spirit. Yeah. It's it's a fun uh theme. Like I like the focus on death. I like all that kind of like trying just trying to 
Like the face-offs, you just mash A and you try to punch the other person as much as possible to take as much of their health as possible. See, I that was another thing where it like completely avoided the spirit of like a normal hockey game. Yeah. Because normally you have like some sort of rock, paper, scissors where, especially with the Genesis having the three buttons, mm. and it's normally like trying to guess what is your opponent going to do and then trying to do like the thing that beats that. And in this, I don't know if there's more to face-offs. Even after reading the manual, it didn't seem like there really was. I tried stuff other than just punching you, and it seemed like whoever punched the other person the most got the puck. Yeah. And, and even it, a few times you were punching me more, and I still just was like mashing punch after the face-off, and I ended up with the puck. Yeah, it was really confusing, and I uh, didn't love the face-offs. So. Yeah, anyways, uh, so there's something charming. The game's got some fun chaos to it. But it's a great idea. Yeah, ten to ten to twelve dollars is where I kind of land on this. Okay. So, what do you think that this game is trending for? This is a tough eBay. one. I I don't know if there's like a ton of people out there. There's so many hockey games, especially like in this time frame, like NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis. Like there was a whole bunch of hockey games. I have like three or four like random ones. Yeah. Uh, but this one is so much different. Mm. and it's a game that it seems like people have fond memories of just from yeah. like randomly being on the internet and like seeing stuff about it. I It actually gonna... spawned two seasons of a cartoon. There's 40 episodes of a Mutant League cartoon. That's crazy. I don't remember <laughs> that at all. We'll definitely have to like look some of that up and post some of that stuff on social media because it's hard to track down. I've tried to like find episodes if they've been released anywhere on the internet, and it's like super hard to like find there's, I don't think there's ever been like a re-release of the Mutant League series, even though I think it is a, a series and franchise that people remember fondly. Okay, so maybe but. that will maybe that'll boost the price a little bit. I'm gonna say like twenty bucks. Okay, you think people are paying twenty dollars for this game on eBay? I don't know, man. I hope people aren't like again because I just it's not a great game. It's a cool <laughs> idea. It's a really cool idea. Not a great game. So I don't think it's worth twenty yeah. bucks, but I could see people paying twenty bucks for it. Okay. So, as of yesterday, this game was trending for $68 on eBay. That's awful. There is not even like 68. (laughs) There's no way that you could get $68 worth of fun out of this game. Yeah. Uh, So, I check another website called pricetrading.com, which kind of checks trends over longer periods of time. I don't know how the eBay algorithm works, but that one says that it's trending at $50 dollars and 41 cents for a loose cartridge man still like so if yeah, you want around 50 dollars is is probably what you can grab this game for oh that's just that's a bummer <laughs> that's a bummer there's so many better hockey games like if you have 50 bucks to spend you could buy like every ea nhl game that has come out like since 2000 through like 2018 you could probably buy all of those. What about that? For like, no, they're like they're worth like nothing after because yeah. they put one out every year, right? And like I kept NHL 11 for like seven years because it's like, well, I don't really need the new yeah. roster. Mm-hmm. The Red Wings have only gotten worse, and uh, <laughs> I'll just keep the 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 2011 one where we weren't terrible. I think that's part of the charm of of NHL hits for me is back in 2002 and three, the Red Wings were still great. Yeah, and so that's always the team that I pick. So I get to like pick the Red Wings that I like. And not have to worry about like modern rosters and stuff. And in that NHL hits game, you also get the '97 Red Wings because yes. it's just like one of the all-time great teams. Right. But yeah, I don't have any clue what a copy of NHL hits costs. But if you like want to drop money to buy like an arcade hockey game that's actually a lot of fun, just buy NHL hits because 
that will scratch your itch and you won't be spending 50 to 68 dollars the truth is all of those games can be gotten for around 10 dollars, give or take so yeah. you could spend 30 to 40 dollars acquiring every uh every there's so there's hits 2002 hits 2003 and hits pro i don't love hits pro but it is what it is but yeah all those games can be gotten for around 10 dollars, and they're far more fun than mutant league hockey yeah they control better they you know they got a lot better gameplay. You can blast people through the glass. Yeah. Uh, they got great, man. actual music and people talking. <laughs> really funny, like, time capsule yeah. of music for the period of time. Great commentary. Yeah. but So, yeah, I think the, the verdict is going to have to be, this game is worthless. Play NHL hits instead. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't – yeah, I've never, like, felt as confident in a worthless – for you know 50 bucks 68 bucks for this game yeah man it's uh like i've said this so many times this episode it was a good idea not a great execution definitely not 50 to 68 dollars worth of fun yeah it's too bad yeah i I was really hoping for more out of this one but it is what it is it is what it is all right well do you have any uh anything else you'd like to say before we wrap things up no i'm i'm i think that's it i'm just disappointed (laughs) <laughs> I'm disappointed in this game. I'm disappointed in those of you who are out there spending 50 to $68 on a bad game. We're not disappointed in you. You can do whatever you want with your money. You can do whatever you want with your you money. You should probably just do That's better so true. that money. If you feel like you need to spend $68 on something dumb, just you can send it to us and we will do something dumb with it. And that would be great too. For $68, you could buy... An original Xbox or an original PS2. Yeah. And NHL hits. Yeah. If you really like jonesing for some hockey. I feel like this is less people jonesing for like a good hockey game and more people just trying to collect a a rare game because it's expensive. I think people really like this one. Really? Yeah. I think people have really fond memories of it. I don't know, man. So I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, That's what happens when you take off your nostalgia glasses. Hey, that's, or you don't have nostalgia glasses in the first place, which yeah, you must do for this game. So. That's uh, that's definitely true. Well, I think that's uh, that's probably gonna wrap it up, right? Yep, I think so. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. All right, bye, bye. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at WIOW Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.